the city of angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacker. Greetings, Los Angeles. Welcome to episode 275 of the Heart of LAFC podcast. For this one, we're going to call it Black and Gold Roses for very obvious reasons. And of course, it's another milestone for us hitting episode 275. It seems to always happen around the big game. So here we go yet again. Of course, to make it happen, we got to bring the crew back together again. So we've got Bam, we've got Tony, and we've got Araceli in the mix to share it with all of you. And of course, my name is Joseph Zacker. Welcome aboard, everybody. All right, let's go for this. Uh, yeah, we got the game coming up. Season is here. We're going to talk about everything, including Apple, rumors. You got it. We're going we're gonna to get you covered. So it's going to be a pretty heavy one, but it's going to be a fun one tonight. Uh, first and foremost, again, 2023 season is here. To get into it, though, we do need to close out some, some old stuff before we talk about the new. So I'm going to throw this one over to, uh, well, I'm going to say hi to everybody first. But, Bam, how are you doing tonight? Doing all right, doing all right. It's a nice warm day at the moment. Um, I'm feeling full of people over in Adelaide, or as we like to call them, Radelaide at the moment. They've got a heat wave going at the moment. They've topped 41 for the last couple of days in a row. Um, that's pressure heading this way. There are some bushfires going around at the moment. So to all the people out there fighting the bushfires and all that, you're doing a great work. Keep it up. Stay safe out there. Beyond dangerous. Totally understood, man. It's it, We can get it here in Southern California as well. Um, but I, I, and I know about Australia and it's, yeah, no joke, no joke at all. Uh, thank you, Bam, for coming on tonight. We see Tony, he's getting, he's getting the image out for everybody. Tony, how you doing today? Doing pretty well. I was in bed earlier as my cohorts were watching me almost decided to do it from my bed. Cause I'm just so tired with the week leading up. As you know, I've been a very busy boy during the weekend and also during the week been at training camp earlier so doing pretty well excited um starting to figure out this outfit for this saturday because it will rain but i'm not ready for el clasico la angelio and yeah well there is one thing you know that's certain it will be a blackout so your colors are very limited you get one color that's it. As much as we love the smoke, we love the smoke. It's a blackout. Got to respect it. I know. I love the kit, too. It's amazing. It's beautiful. It's different. But it's not appropriate for this weekend. It's all about the black. Araceli, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing well. We're finally two days away from the season opener. The, the day we've been waiting for is finally here. And... In all fairness, I really hope the weather is okay for it because I have been seeing the videos all day today of like the snow and the hail. I could just imagine what it's been like for you guys. And really. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you saw Punk in this video from his work where it was snowing. Mind you, that's like three miles from my house. Uh, <laughs> the foothills were getting dusted. It, it's different. It's not normal. It's different. But you know what? I was kind of hoping it would hit for the kids. So I'm good with it. Let it be weird. It's fine. We, we need weather. I know we'll pay for it on Saturday, but forget it. It's it's game. Uh, cold weather game. It's all about what you wear anyway. 
So like Tony says, if you wear the right clothes, it's it's manageable. If you go in there thinking it's going to be a normal day in the north end, it's going to be painful for you. You just got to be ready for these things. And we'll bug you guys about that and tell you a bit about that as we go. Of course, there were some things that happened over this past week. We're going to cover those first and then get into the mix. Bam, we've closed out preseason, right? We're ready to go? Yes, yes we have. We ended with a nice 3-1 win over the Loyal um, from... I didn't see any of the game, just going by what was on Twitter and all that. Um, seemed like it was a fairly decent game. Uh, some former players of ours were on the loyal team, so that was good to see. Hope that they all have the good luck. And I did see that Perez has now left um, Empire Strikers and gone to loyal full-time now. So best of luck to him. See how he goes outdoors. But, yeah, nice little 3-1 win over our little brothers down south. Yeah, um, it was a good time. Jerry came up from, from San Diego wearing black and gold, of course, for this one. Um, as much as he loves it there, I mean, you know, we know where we know where he's come from, basically. And so that was fun to have to have our, our fam with us. Um, game wise, I will say that it was an impressive win for us. Yes, we allowed a goal. Things happen when you're compressing forward. Uh, but at the end of the day, I mean, it was it was full control for us and it. Really, it was the players getting featured. Um, some decent dynamic play. Uh, I I gotta say, Tillman for me was was the story because we really haven't had an introduction to him in this match. He basically showed what he could do, and what we're quickly realizing, and I've actually heard this from the club as well, is Tillman can basically fill every role in midfield. He can play defensive mid. He can be controlling mid. He can go attacking mid. He basically has all the tools. His fitness is one of the best on the team because he was coming straight from the from Bundesliga 2. So he's already in midseason form. Uh, and, and so, yes, the intelligence was there. The physicality from him was there. He's ready for game day. And that was good to see. Up top was kind of fun to see Apoko, Buongo, and Vela kind of teaching each other and getting used to things the way they are now. Um, and a lot of lessons for Apoko as, as he was playing. But, but good things. Um, and of course, Buanga, I always love a player that smiles while he scores goals and right before he scores goals. It, it, to me, it's, it's, it's fun to see that, that certain guys have fun with this thing. Um, and, and he does, you know, if you, you get the sense that sometimes he scores when he feels like it. And this was one of those cases where, okay, now let's, let's settle this. Uh, so that was good to see as well. I mean, that was basically my take from the game. Tony, your thoughts on the match? Um, overall, it was a really good game. It was, you saw a lot of what, you know, Slip said earlier of we're on a roll. Some people are already in mid-season form. Some are just trying to, you know, shake off the rust from the preseason. Again, yeah. it's it's looking pretty well. Um, doesn't look like we're missing Chicharongo at the moment with how our front line is going really well. They mesh really well. It's it almost seems like Vela has kind of taken Chicho's place as you saw with his first goal. And that was like literally a Chicho goal. So an older Velda means uh, probably a more in the spot. Won't be as physical as Chicho, unfortunately, but he'll be there in the spot helping distribute and everything like that. So for all those people worried about the front, the front line, we're okay there. Our back line looked pretty well. Um, as you saw, as you saw Joseph, as well as everyone saw, even my friend who was his first game, Kilini was a general back there. After every play, he 
was like talking to him like we should have done this we should have done that like it was a regular season game even though it was preseason he was treating it like a regular season game and so our like i said our back line was doing well our midfield doing really well again we didn't see Ilya start as most of y'all noticed but to see the new the new people in there take over and it just seemed to work really well again san diego loyal isn't a mls side but they have a lot of MLS players, former and current, on that play. So it's it's a good warm-up leading, leading up to it. And, and a good warm-up when we have to face teams that are going to simply counter us um, and, and look to absorb and counter. We're going to have to expect that with the team that we have. And so it's good to play teams like this where there is a mismatch, per se, because there's times we do get caught. We did get caught on one on this. So... These are things you learn from. It's a good thing uh, to go through this process. What I will say is to see how well Chiellini played tells you that he might even be ready for this weekend. Do not be surprised by that. And we'll get into that. Uh, also, the other thing was there was one player that we saw in crutches. Tony, what did, what did we see? Um, Eddie Segura just on the, on the sideline crutches again, still rehabbing. Um, so he's, as we said, he's still on the team but not uh, officially signed by the team. So I think he's just going to be more of an injury player moving forward. And once he's healthy, we'll probably sign him for a contract. And I guess the money's going to be right. Most likely with that. That's what it, that's what it sounds like. Of course, there's other names that were rumored like Hindman uh, that has not been signed. And as you heard from Charandola today, uh, will not be signed at the moment. Um, that doesn't mean the door is completely shut there. Um, but for now, for now, uh, this is what we've got. This is the squad that they're happy with. Uh, and this is what we're going to go with. So, uh, be that being said, uh, let's definitely take a look at the roster right now. Um, your goalkeepers again, it is definitely set. It's McCarthy, uh, with the start, uh, Yakupovich and Krepu on, on reserve. Uh, that's, that's what we're seeing for now. Um, yeah. I, I, head... do, I do have to mm -hmm. say though, with, yeah, with this game, it is sad to see Krepu with a red card for this game. <laughs> it is suspended, isn't he? <laughs> I think, right. I, is he, I mean, does that count when you're on injured reserve? Um, I don't, I don't yeah, know. I believe it does. I believe it does. It's, He's missing a game because yes, he's injured, but he's also got the red card. So if you if you if he was fit still on the bench, you can't. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, yeah, well, it's okay. Let it burn that way. We'll get him back when we need him. Uh, we've got two competent goalkeepers to cover and one that's on a, a high right now. Uh, so I think I think we're okay. Um, looking at the center back situation, of course, that's our strongest point at this stage. Uh, you have Long, Chiellini, Murillo, Maldonado, and uh, Leone. And they were, yeah, they're looking ready. All of them looking ready. Uh, so we have options. And we'll get into the matchups against the Galaxy in a little while. But that's what we've got as our, as our center backs. On the outside, uh, of course, Palacios and Hollingshead are back. You'd, you'd had, have to imagine that that's who we're going to see on the outside. Of course, you have depth in Palencia. Uh, Gaines and Duenas and everyone that I'm talking to about Palencia is very, very excited about what he's bringing to the table. 
And definitely what I got from it was he's a lot like Escobar, but better fit, faster, um, and ready. You know, uh, the experience isn't the same, but again, he's, he's played pretty high level. So I think we're fine. And that's what we're hearing from the team. Now, midfield, of course, that's where the big questions were going into this and the concerns. It's still a work in progress, let's be honest. But they made a pretty darn good move towards the end there to, to kind of fill some gaps. And, of course, we've got Acosta and Cifuentes and Ilya back again. Uh, Tillman and uh, Chrysostomo is in the mix as well. Uh, the revelation, of course, is Tillman and seeing how durable he is. Uh, look at it this way. Latif left us as much as we love him. And we basically even traded for Tillman, who is also utility in midfield, but played an entire year in the Bundesliga, what, last year? Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, whether it's a relegated side or not, still minutes, earned minutes and earned respect and highly, highly rated by, by our, our staff. So again, uh, a strong one. Do I expect to see more coming there? Yes but not at the very moment. Uh, up top, of course, Buanga, Apoco, and Vela are your leads. Uh, you do have Buke and uh, Torres in there as well. I know we're all going, we're not done yet, right? Well, I would say this when you look at the lineup. Were we done yet at opening day last year? Honest question. And if we look at the lineup that we have now, this one current, related to last year opening day, I think we're in a healthier spot walking into this. Maybe I'm wrong. I'll throw it back. I'll throw it back to you, uh, Bam. Opening day last year, opening day this year. We look pretty darn good, don't we? At least more more filled out than we were last year. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Um, but I'm gonna say that this is our toughest opening day game that we've had. I, probably so, toughest for any club in league history. Uh coming off of of the high of a cup into a cauldron of 80,000 people going mad and probably most of them supporting you in a frigid sleep filled game with possible lightning. Um, that's kind of an interesting way to ease into a new season with a star on your chest. It is kind of an it's, interesting vibe. Yeah. So, so with it, although, although we are currently undefeated in opening games, you know, we've never lost a, an opening day game. This one, I'm, I'm the most nervous for, I'd say. I'd say I'm the most nervous. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like even even I... our first ever one in Seattle. Yeah, we were nervous, but at the same time, if we walked away with that, without the win, it would have been expected. It wasn't expected in Seattle, though. But this no, one, no, 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 no. Right? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the fact that, that we won that game was... No one besides us thought that we could do that in the whole league. True. So, True. What, so if, if we had lost that very first game, the whole league would have been like, yep, okay, carry on. But the fact that we won but that, that's we not won the case year, now. No, no. no. Now this is the whole, we have to, if we don't walk away with a win, it's a loss. Whether it's a 3-3 draw, 2-2 draw, 0-0 draw, we don't walk away with a win, it's going to feel like a loss and everyone in the league is going to be they can be beaten. Well, it's one of those cases, and we'll get into it a little in a little bit, where you have your opponent on the ropes. You know, if, if you demolish them 
this weekend. They have nothing left. Uh, quite literally, their fans have turned everything, and it's it's bad news, right? All the way around. Even if they do get a result, no one's happy on their side anyway, you know. And so now you have a case where you can just basically dunk on them, right? Take them down. If you get cocky, and they're able to hit you back, and you're on the canvas, the questions everywhere, right? It's tough. It's tough. Um, but yeah, looking at the roster now, that's when the questions come about as well. When we look at this open day squad, well, are the holes filled? Are the holes filled? Um, and that's that's the question. That's the the accusations. That's that's the anger by some. Um, but there's also the hard reality that that in MLS, salary caps are pretty hard for the most part outside of those weird parameters. But guess what? Bonuses count against the cap too. And if all your guys are bonusing and they're all maxing rate, the bubble's going to burst and we're in a bubble bursting situation. It, it, it seems pretty obvious um, that we, the talent we have, yeah, we're, we're, we're scraping the top. Um, and so other, other parts have to move. Uh, I think before we see new faces uh, and that's just the reality of being a champion in the unique situation, the unique league that is, major league soccer so i know we don't like it we want to see more we want to see it push forward but sometimes as an mls side you're limited by things and this is that that very moment where you're realizing yep we're an mls side this is mls life uh, here we go uh and yeah you know that that's our challenge going into it for sure uh thoughts on opening day roster uh araceli were surprises expectations uh, where are you at so far with it? Um, not necessarily any expectations as far as, you know, just kind of curious of how the new uh, players are going to, if they've been gelling well with the team and how they're going to perform on Saturday, especially under high pressure as, as a game like the Rose Bowl. Um, obviously, you guys can kind of answer to that a little bit more, and you kind of already did in a sense since you've been able to watch them. Um especially in the last match with the loyal, but in terms of any surprises, I, I don't know if I want to label it as a surprise, but Ilya, that's where I'm kind of curious of, because I haven't heard much on him in regards to if he does have an injury or not. I know I did see him uh, post from training. So a little curious on that situation, whether if he's going to be in the starting or not. But as far as everyone else, I'm kind of, I guess you can call this an expectation then, you know, kind of a, a similar lineup in terms of Vela, Bawanga, Mahala up top, um, Kalini, Hollingshead, you know, in the back. I don't know. <laughs> like yeah, as you said, there's just a lot of questions, really. And yeah. I, I do want to expand real quick on the whole roster situation because I did sit in on media day and John Torrington was telling the media that in terms of the roster, the club is satisfied with the players that we have currently, that we are good salary cap wise. We're within the perimeters. However, he did note that he doesn't foresee any major changes as of now, but the club is considering options as the transfer window remains open. So we could potentially see some type of movement up until late April. 
a long window, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> it's pretty wild. Um, and we haven't heard window. about, yeah, we haven't heard about what the, what the kids are going to do either uh, with MLS next. You know, that's still been pretty quiet too. Um, but we know it's going to be the kids. Now, Tony, you were at the performance center a few days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you see out there? Was there anybody missing? Anybody hurt that we need to be concerned about? No one was hurt besides um, Max. I didn't see Max there until I looked into the performing center and I saw him training inside. Um, okay. You're on Ilya. He was training. He was training with some, a little bit with the team and a little bit on the side as well. Um, same thing with uh, Long. Long was also training, and then I saw him again training on one on one. So I think it was just more of a baby in them for a little bit and stuff like that. I can't say if Ilya has an injury because he looked in all in good, you know, high hopes, mm-hmm. good, good, good fortunes and everything. So there's nothing to report on that. I wish I could have shown you guys, but again, leading up to these days, like against Carson, any other training day, I would be like, Oh, look who's training, blah, blah, blah. But as most of you, as most of us know, during training, there are certain colors that you see. And when you see that, you know what's going on. So I yeah, wanted to give yeah. that to you guys. But again, I have to stay true to my club, to the to the to the, the trust they have in us. And mm-hmm. I couldn't do that to you guys. So that's all I can say is everyone seems to be in health, good, good condition, healthy. Um. Uh, the good thing I can tell you is that Vela is in very high spirits. Like you said, uh, as you saw my picture on Instagram and I posted on our, on our pod is he was signing, which is a very rare sight, you know, coming to us. So he's in high hopes. The team looks at high hopes. The training was there. You still saw, like I saw Kilini like talking back with one of the coaches about like what we should do moving forward and like p- about passing and all this stuff. So they're treating it like, mid-season we're ready we're going it's not like we won the championship we can rest on our laurels it's we're trying to get all the all the all everything we're trying to win everything we're trying to go back to back without a doubt you could see that um yeah i i heard the same thing about vela that he came in to preseason already in season shape so he had been working extra (laughs) in the lead up to this because he because of the mission uh, and it wasn't like, well, I had a good time. I'm going to have a really good off season. It was, I had a good off season, but man, I want a better one next year. Um, and that's what it's been said multiple times. So he's ready. Chiellini of course has got a full preseason with us, which is huge for him to build up his fitness. Um, yes, he's an older player. Yes. They're going to limit minutes, but he's in the best shape. He's been in a very, very, very long time, uh, which is good news for us. Uh, long appears healthy again. Options are there. We can shift people around at this point. Uh, starting, you know, talking about the starters, we'll talk about those in a few minutes in terms of the match they're going to play. Uh, but you hear it, you know, this this is your roster. This is who we have, right? That's got to sink in. This is what we're going with in the near the near future. Uh, and a hat hat drop, you have to wait. Uh, this is not coming out right away. That is for certain. Uh, all right, looking forward. Of course, there was the kit release as well. Yep, uh, it's out. It's called the Smokescreen Kit. It is green. Uh, 42 Originals, Merry Christmas to you. Uh, this is the match of matches. Um, I saw a lot of you guys buying shirts. It was pretty darn cool to see. We had some good conversations too, and uh, that was fun. 
Um, I'm digging it now that I've seen it in person. I think it's better quality than last year's kit. The fact that the stripes are stitched in and not glued in was a huge change from last season. Um, it looks way more durable, I'll be honest. Uh, and that's nice too. Of course, the new Adidas uh, logo kind of brings you into the century, right? And so it's a good, it's a good vibe. Tony, did you make a purchase as well, sir? I did not. Uh, the line was pretty long. I got there early enough to see it, but unfortunately, uh, money's tight, especially with with everything. I'm eventually going to get it. Uh, as also, you know, if you bought a jersey, you got a special gift, which is the cup, a little miniature one, which was surprising to all of us. Some some people on Twitter were saying it should have been the season gift, but this was a good incentive to buy this kit. Honestly, I love the kit. It's a really cool. It's a really cool. And um, also um, moving forward, I think it's until 2030. Adidas has resigned with uh, MLS. So we're going to continue on with Adidas for another eight more years, eight, six more years. <laughs> so like, yeah. So, but it was a good, but more money is going into the league because of it. So expect more and more and everything like that. But overall the smoke kit is in person. It's not what you think. Um, no. There's a lot of people who were surprised, like that were like, Oh, I don't think I'll buy it. Ended up buying it again. This was literally, 420s kits as you said earlier um also authentic and replica are two different things people i oh, i want to get this 100 yeah. clear if you get the replica you don't get you don't get the ford um the ford patch on the side and i don't think you get the mls patch on the side because on joseph's one which is the authentic one you get the ford the star and then also the MLS patch with the cup in it. So just remember that when you're purchasing it moving forward. Also, the the, the jock tag actually World City World's game only applies to uh, only applies to the authentic. So basically, you get a bare bones kit. It will have the team logo. It'll have Adidas. It'll have Flex, and that's it. Uh, <laughs> that that's what you get um it's super super basic um and you know i got that for my kids hopefully i can run down a couple stars and add them to it um but that is where we're at right now that's what the replicas are the, the differences like tony says are, are are pretty pretty insane um i did like the comment that scarf gave to me uh at at the, at the stadium is that these kits and he's right these kits look better on fans than they do on players they actually do um, it fits casual clothing way better than it fits the shorts and socks they matched it with. Um, real talk on that. You'll see it as the season progresses that that it looks better in the stands than on the field. Um, you'll also notice in the games, if it's a really light colored grass, you kind of blend in. Yeah, green screen vibes, right? Mm -hmm. uh, it, it, it does do that a bit. So we'll see how that develops as we go, but. I did notice that as well. All right. But you aren't, you guys, let's be honest. You guys aren't here to talk about kits and all that. You got other <laughs> stuff you want to talk about. Um, and so let's get some reactions from you guys. We're not going to, the first reactions we're going to cover, it's going to be about, again, the lead up, our squad. We'll get into the galaxy in a little bit um, and, and dunk all we want 
<laughs> lead up to that because we're going to go a little heavy when we we talk about them after the community drops so uh definitely join the conversation give us your heads up on it um uh, we want to get some reactions from you guys regarding these subjects of course um so let's see there's only a not a whole lot of comments but enough of them for you guys uh burke's on here he says two more sleeps right right um we've got he talks about Carson kits. I mean, we could mention that for the moment because we're talking kit drop. Uh, he says, I think the idea for Carson kits are cool. League should do more one-off kits for big events. Hoping LSC get a rad kit next season for the Derby. Uh, yeah, home. I guess home will be the story for us next time. Um, I will say for, for the Galaxy's away kit, I mean, they were definitely hybriding off of the city flag. Um, home jersey from years past. But not close enough to the Rose Bowl jerseys. I got to be honest. So it's a little bit of a hybrid vibe for those guys. Um, take it for what it is. Uh, that's what they did. Um, I know. Honestly, I'll still take our kits any day above what those look like. Uh, but at least they tried, I guess. <laughs> I, say. I, I think Bert's um, uh, talking about the roses. Like their home kit has roses on. I think that's the one he's talking about. I don't think they're going to wear those in the game, though. I think that's just a, an auction. Uh, no, I, I think that's a, yeah, I don't think they're going to wear those on the field. No, it's an auction one. Um, we've had, yeah. they've had, they, I, I remember what was it like two years ago or a year ago? They did like, uh, LAFC had that like crazy, like Eagle or the Eagle with the, on the, our black jerseys that one year. And then Carson had that. Yeah. Remember we had to walk around the stadium and you could get it on. Yeah. And they would iron on parts for you whatever you preferred to customize yeah and then i remember one year they were like there was one of the kit drops where they were painting i think like on the kits or something like that mm -hmm. live and, and you could get customized that way so we we've done some activations that way um but yeah i think i've got like some doilies in the house or towels that we use for like tortillas and stuff that definitely look like their jerseys i'm just saying I'm not talking smack but real talk I've seen some some stuff and some towels in the house that definitely have flowers stitched like that. Um, yeah, so I get I I get it. I like special edition stuff too. Um, I would really like a third kit at one point since we have this massive deal with Adidas um, just for these you know the special matches. It would be really cool to see. Uh, Daniel Onhill is on here. He's asking us, "Are we going Saturday?" I will be there Saturday. Tony, will you be there? I will be there. There you go. Uh, Bam is halfway across the world, so that'll be a little tough unless he shows up and surprises us. Um, yeah, I are you are you are you Bam? Are you going to surprise us out of nowhere and show up in Pasadena? I I, I just I don't know. <laughs> if flights weren't over fifteen hundred bucks, return. If flights weren't stupid stupid at the moment and if my passport hadn't just expired then yes sure there you go and araceli you're, you're gonna be busy right uh that weekend or this weekend i will be uh, i'll be holding the fort down here um i was actually supposed to be in town for that game but after hearing everything about the weather i'm sorry sorry not sorry i guess that i'm not gonna be there so Good luck. <laughs> I, I'm gonna say this, and and Bam can 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 vouch for me. We win home openers when it hails, and when there's there's sleet coming down, right, Bam? That's a good yep. omen for victory. 
Yeah. Right now, yeah. Just ask the Sounders. A little halftime entertainment, you could say. Except this time, there's no roof to protect us. So there goes that, too. I mean, in all fairness, um, anytime LAFC comes here to KC, it's almost always raining at those games. And we've seen past results, so you're not wrong. I, yeah, we I, we dig the weather. We dig the weather. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, it's Jibbles in the mix. There he is. Um, Burke is going. He says he's going. Wolf uh, is in the mix as well. Uh, Daniel Anhill says he is resting his voice, planning clothing layers and busting out hiking boots. Yeah, I am actually wearing my boots, too. I'm wearing. Actually, it's a lot of stuff I wore to Dortmund. It gets rehashed, people. Good vibes. Good vibes. Uh, Oscar El Coyote is here. All love, brother, man. Nice to see you on there. Uh, Jose Bernal, another brother in the mix, uh, on as well. Uh, Edgar, Edgar Corral, I think we answered your question, Ilya. Uh, nothing about injury. He was training, so we can leave it at that. He was training. Um, yeah, so we got that. Mr. Velez is on as well. He says team is looking good, like the healthy competition in every position. It quite literally is competition in every position. Um, I, I would say this, Turk, talking about the striker position, I didn't say it much, but you remember that time when BWT would switch out with, with our other forwards like Vela, and they would take turns and just kind of make it all funky? Look forward to that. I think we're going there again. Uh, let's see who else we got. Uh, Edge was asking about Hindman. Um, all I can say on that one, and I'll, I'll throw it out there because I don't want to throw it to Tony on, on, on kind of outing anybody that was in training. He can't do that. Um, you know, as far as I know, the chapter isn't closed, but it's not open for this weekend is the vibe I'm getting. So we don't know yet. Um, uh, but I, I, from what I understood, it's not a, a, a goodbye. See you later situation that we might still see see that move happen uh but again scraping that line hinman ain't cheap something's got to get funky so but uh, that, that being yeah. said though it's he may not play this weekend but there's nothing saying that the club won't put an announcement up within the next 48 hours going hey we signed him y yeah you never know you never know i yeah. just know that it, you know and we all, i know we enough to know that i wouldn't write the deal off no, and we all know LFC like doing hat box drops drops around this time of night anyway. Well, I mean, you know, they the other side tends to give us the the overnight surprise. Always the overnights, they need the drama, people. Um, you know, we've never done an overnight surprise. I'm just saying, we've never needed to, but you never know. I don't think it's happening. Uh, David Day helping us out with hit the like. Why am I so bad about that, guys? I have no idea. Uh, Daniel on hell. Uh, yeah, we missed you last live, but you're here now. Oh, Jeremy wants to know about field condition in the rain. We'll cover that in a few minutes. It is a football field after all, but it's been resting. So, yeah, it's good. It's good. Uh, let's see who else we got. All right. So it looks like the comments are good for now. We're going to move on to community news. So, we, you know, we can get into the thing y'all want to talk about. And of course, that is opening day. So I'm going to throw this one over to our brother who travels and works and goes everywhere and is always nonstop. <laughs> That's right, Tony. Give us some community, community news, my friend, because I know you got a lot of it. 
Oh, yes, I do. Um, as well, today I would have posted it in, in the communities, but it was, I posted it most of it in Empire Boys. Empire Boys had a meet and greet today. I was going to go to it, but I had other plans moving forward. So I'm unfortunately sorry, Empire Boys. I, I wanted to hang out with you guys for a little bit before the pod, but unfortunately, time restraints couldn't allow me to do that. But um, this coming tomorrow, uh, Bandarasso. At February 24th, which will be from 7 till 10, held at Black and Gold Bar and Grill at 7616 South Vermont Avenue, Los Angeles. All ages are welcome, but I have to say this really quick. Space is limited. It's a very small venue. They Again, we have to go work with fire marshals and everything. So if you're planning on getting there to go to this, get there early so you can get in and have fun because these are the best things to do to get hyped right before the game. Um, if you can make it out there and then, you know, depending on the weather moving forward, it should be fun. So again, all ages are welcome from seven to 10. I will try to make it out there as well. But again, space is very limited. I just got to make sure to say that. Um, before we get into what we need to get to for the Rose Bowl and expectations, if you cannot make it, they are watch parties that are going around the whole of Los Angeles. So we'll start with the first watch party, which is um, Lola Gas Bar at 211 West South Street, Santa Ana. It'll be from at 6.30 p.m. The next one will be at Distro 14, uh, 1837 East 1st Street, Los Angeles at 6.30 as well. Um, Shannon's on Pine, uh, 209 Pine Avenue, Long Beach. The next one is Underdog Sports Bar at 156 South Brand Boulevard, Glendale, California. And of course, Progressive Brewery. Whoa, are you, I think I would have had that on lock where they are. Just, uh, Progressive Brewery at 9624 El Ponche Street, South El Monte, California. And there is actually one more for the people out in San Diego, which will be at um, the San Diego Tap Room at 2000 El Cajon Boulevard in San Diego, California. So if you cannot make it to this big event or you also want to stay dry and be, but be part of your brethren around you, these are the events to go to. There we go. Yeah, uh, Progress Brewing is pretty cool. I know it's now the official bar for for Black Army. Um, they've been good. They've been good to us. Um, yeah. Uh, so if you can make it out to one of those viewing parties, please do so. I know not everybody can get into the Rose Bowl for this thing. I know there's some still tickets. There are some tickets still left, uh, but it's a little complicated. I get it. So if you want to be indoors in the warmth and not braving it like us, um, still meet. The vibes are needed, guys. We need everybody singing. I don't care where you are. Uh, it, it's beautiful. Do it, do it, do it. The community is strong. Um, all right, Tony, do you want me to get into the Rose Belly Intel or you want to fire these bad boys off? Yes, Araceli? Yeah. I just want to squeeze in another quick little announcement here before we go into a deep dive of the Rose Bowl. Just want to give a shout out to two of our LAFC Academy products, Christian Diaz and Javen Romero. They have both qualified for the 2023 FIFA uh, U17 World Cup in Peru. Diaz was 
got the national call up for the US, whereas Romero got a call up from Mexico. So congrats to them. And hey, our academy is killing it, especially with these national call ups lately. Future stars of CONCACAF. I, I, you know, this is this is good. This is good. Uh, feeling both Mexico and the United States. Dig that. Uh, again, world game, world city. Just proving it once again through the academy. Thank you, Araceli, for that. Um, man, good, mm. good news. Yes, Tony. All right, let's get into the Rose Bowl. These these are the important things before the game. So I'll just get it out of the way. If you have supporter tickets, take the bus. Um, it's going to get really packed in there. As most of you know, it's one way in, one way out. It's usually a two-hour wait when you drive there to get out after a game for any event there in the Rose Bowl. So if you have do, do have supporter tickets, take the bus. Um, if you cannot make the bus, then shuttle in, pa- park in Pasadena. There'll be a shuttle to shuttle you in and stuff like that. Now, if you are going to tailgate, be careful. And I say this in the most like like promising way, be careful because security will be there and try to take care of everything, but it's such a big parking lot that they can't see eyes on everything. So if you you know they're protesting this, Carson fans are known notorious for <laughs> doing stupid stuff. So be careful, be safe, and that is for the pre thing. I know there's going to be some tailgates out there. Oh, that's the other thing too. There will be a tailgate for the supporters, but if you do not go on the bus, you cannot enter. I'm sorry to say that is the the rules and regulations for this event because it's not our home game. At the end of the day, this yeah. is the car. This is Carson. This is Carson's home game so we do not usually tailgate on away days you know again there are away days that we get invited to and we tailgate with people but this is not a home game even though it's in pasadena and it's no one's home it's carson so again be careful um also if you if you don't want to drive there or take a shuttle don't forget to don't uh take the metro use your lafc tap card and take the metro in to make it easier for yourself and there will be a shuttle from Parsons, I believe, that, will, that can take you down. But do realize those will be mixed shuttles. Um, mm-hmm. That'll be supporters from both sides. So, again, head on a swivel. Be careful about that. Now, in terms of the parking situation, if you are going to drive, please be sure to park on the north side of the Rose Bowl. That's like lot one, lot six, the golf course parking lots. Go north. Okay. South will be dominated by Galaxy fans. They have a soccer fest down there, lot A. Gate A is where their supporters are going in. Our supporters are lot 1A, gate N, north side. Okay? So think about it that way. The north side of the stadium, LAFC. North end, what a shock, right? South end will be them. If you happen to be in a section that is designated for the other team, there will be escorts moving you out elsewhere. Okay? That is how strict it's going to be. They will relate. They will relocate you as long as they have enough relocation tickets. But after that, you're on your own. Uh, you're still going to get moved. Just good luck. So you and I both know. I'm talking to you, faithful. This is the Rose Bowl. Nothing goes as planned, ever, ever. Okay. It looks cool for the first 20 minutes. Everything goes smooth, and then after that, ask Tony when we went to the Juve game. Things go sideways, mm-hmm. right, Tony? 
it went sideways. Always. Yeah. Even at the Mexico game, when I went with yeah. Tilo, it went like we got there late and it still went sideways. So there's no Wi-Fi down there. Cell phones barely work. Uh, if so, you haven't downloaded ahead of time, you're going to be in trouble there too. prepare ahead. Of course, the least stressful thing is the bus. If you have a supporter section ticket, sadly, like Tony said, you can't get into the buses if you don't have the supporter section ticket. I do know there's some things moving around. I don't want to quote them because they're getting it put together. Um, people who are not in the North End or technically what we're calling the North End for this game. They don't have that supporter-specific ticket. They are working things out to try to do things uh, and tailgate beforehand. But it's going to be as close to Lot 1A as you can. Like I said, Lot 1A is going to be pretty much closed off. Even hearing that those who take the bus can't leave it and come back. That's how tight it is. Uh, not a fan of that either, but it's life. Uh, that is what's going on. Just get as close to that north gate as you can, wherever you're parking. The closer you get, the better, the less chance for shenanigans. That is where we're at. Now, in terms of parking lots opening up, they will not open till 1230. Really? Yeah, 1230. That's kind of close. Uh, fan Fest for the Galaxy fans begin at 130. That's not our Fan Fest, guys. Beware. Uh, 430, the gates open to go in the stadium. I do know that supporters are probably going to be a little earlier than that because of the way they move people in and out. And those supporters, if you're on that list and you know what you're doing, please follow the messages that you're getting and do that specifically. We're not going to broadcast everything going on with that. That's a safety issue. Um, but if you're in the conversation, please, please check your emails. <laughs> Don't get left out in the cold. You know where to park. You've been instructed to do so. Follow through. Uh, kickoff is 6.30, warm-ups are 5.45. That is what they're saying on that end. Tony, anything else you want to add into the conversation regarding the Rose Bowl? Just be safe out there. Again, there's a lot of people treating it like it's going to be just a fun home kind of game. I'm going to do this. Again, this is a very dangerous game. And I say that in not like, oh, like you know things are going to happen but things do get sideways again drinking is involved hot heads are involved things can happen and especially at the rose bowl for some reason something about the rose bowl and fights always happen i saw it even with mexico fans one-on-one -on -one, and we were winning so it happens yeah. exactly so just be safe be aware of what you're doing be a be aware of what's going on and also as much as i like try not to have any lafc memorabilia on your cars if you can avoid it because they'll some carson fans will be looking for, to at that to try to you know take advantage and you know bust some heads open unfortunately it it, it happens guys um, be careful with your vehicles as well. Cover things up if necessary. I mean, it sounds crazy, but again, you don't have the control of Exposition Park. You don't have the control of, yeah, Dignity, um, where everything's fenced off and controlled. They're trying, but this is 80,000 people. It's a different monster. Um, and so you... If it, it, it's one heck of a first run, I got to say a rivalry match, throwing 80,000 people together um, and kind of shoestringing this thing and being, well, this will work. This is good enough. Yeah. Don't be that guy. Don't get caught up in it. Um, I also understood. I've heard this several times. 
for those of you guys that like, you know, fireworks and all that other fun stuff, guess what? Pasadena police, they don't mess around. They fine. Uh, they arrest. Even if you don't light it, they arrest because you're in a fire danger area. Yeah, you're down there. You're in Arroyo Seco. Uh, it's different. It's not the city, guys. This is different. Uh, you will be prosecuted. They will not hesitate. It's a different animal that we're dealing with. So just be mindful of that. Don't take things into your own hands and then mess it up for everybody else. Be smart about this thing and, and let's get the win. I think that's ultimately where we're at. Uh, also, first 50,000 fans apparently are receiving a commemorative season opener patch. I can only say that it's a Galaxy home game, so you probably know the vibe on that one. Uh, parking gates, we already told you where those open. Um, prepaid parking, okay, 45 bucks prepaid, 55 day of event. So be mindful of that. Pay in advance. Check your emails if you've got a ticket. Um, access, like I said, download ahead of time. And that's pretty much the Rose Bowl situation, right, Tony? Yep, that's pretty much it. Just that and, you know, have a good time as much as we can. This is their event. Be safe. And, you know, let's, before we get into the lead up to the game, let's get into the final club minute. Yeah, let's get some music going on. Uh, what have we got, Bam? Um, Well, I know you put down Stone Roses, but I'm going to do something completely different. There I'm going to do, and yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna go with an Australian band called Rose Tattoo, Ooh, and I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go, go, I'm gonna go with one of their songs that was off the Scarred for Life album back in 1982, called "We Can't Be Beaten." Ooh. That's what I'm going with. With part of the chorus is "Shoulder to Shoulder, We're Gonna Stand, We're Gonna Fight to the Very Last Man." Can't be defeated. Don't know the word. Shoulder to Shoulder, We'll Fight the World. Interesting. Okay. Okay. I hope we're not getting too confident here. No. But um, it's, it's, I always Stone Roses, obviously, because of the band name, and there's a lot of cool songs. But yeah. I like that but for, for, that for me, it's more the whole, this is the mindset we've got to go in. We've got to go in the whole shoulder to shoulder, which we, as a club, always represent, go in there that we can't be beaten. We beat these guys in playoffs. We can beat them during this season. That's what we've got to go in with. I wouldn't mind wearing a black rose. I'll just throw that out there too. Just saying. Just saying. The symbolism is a beautiful thing. So shout out to Defenders for that as well. Um, <laughs> synergy, people. Synergy. There you go. All right. You win. We're going to do that one. I dig it. All right. Let's move on. Um, we've got you set up for Pasadena. You've got your Vinyl Club Minute. Uh, yeah, that's right. It's time to talk about MLS opening day. That's right. The league is open for business. Preseason is over. It's not just about us. It's about the league. Yes, we're going about us. But let's talk about a few things that have popped up so you guys can discuss it as well, Tony. Uh, what have we got to talk about for opening day, sir? So, of course, as most of you who already have Apple TV have noticed all the coverage that's been going on recently, um, it is free for the week. And also remember, you can watch this game for free if you even don't have the package because all games – this week are free. Um, there are some cool new moments. There is a now a, I think it's called Game Changers episode for the Vela, which transitions into Chicharito. And I saw that for a second and I didn't even watch that one. Um, but it does talk about Vela and everyone talking about him, how he is and like what 
with leading up to it. Also, they talk about our season leading up to it. So that is good. Um, again, if you don't have it, I suggest you do it. It's not that expensive. We've seen your bar tabs at away days at tailgates. You can afford it. <laughs> I know money is tight, but when it comes to beer and everything else, I've seen those. So let's go with it. Just, you know, you can say up again. There's a lot of things to watch. You'll see our friend Joseph and Jimmy in prime time talking about certain things. So again, not that expensive. You can afford this. Um, before we get into before we get into a playoff format that we do, you know, let's go with some some rumors about San Diego and Vegas coming in soon. Um, yep. They want they want to add those teams. I think probably I would say San Diego is going to be the next team for Vegas. I actually have some news on that one because of my friend. Um, Aston Villa has put a bid into getting that. They will be called, they've already also trademarked their name, which will be called the Villains. So that could be a possibility. So with that said, what do you guys think of San Diego and Vegas coming into the league? I'm all about it. Um, I want a Sacramento team too, so we can create our own division in California. Uh, <laughs> road trips to plenty, people. Uh, no, I'm happy about all of it. It should have happened a long time ago as far as I'm concerned. Uh, we're here. It's good. Um, details about San Diego we'll hear pretty soon, I think. I think that one's moving fast. In terms of the villains, don't give me Chivas USA vibes, people. When you when you create a facsimile of a team from far, far away, it's not the greatest situation in the world. I can throw this to Bam, right, Bam? Yeah, yeah, it's true. But as long as they, and I'm going to play devil's advocate here for a bit, if they go the route of City Group, or if they go the route of 777, that would be interesting. If they do it that way, then, yeah, that's more understandable. Um, I'm going to say, I reckon Vegas comes in first. I'm going to go against okay. you guys. I'm going to go Vegas comes in first because Vegas has been talked about for a lot longer than San Diego. And with uh, what I'm going to say is I'm going to say Vegas comes in first and then a year later they bring in San Diego and Detroit. Detroit, man. Bring one in from the East. Oh. Bring one in from the East. You know, try, try and have it so it's 16-16, that, all that. And going from some other parts of the conversation I've been having on some discords and all that, a lot of them are saying that Detroit's been screaming out for a team. I mean, it, it's come up before. There's some history there. You do have Detroit City FC, which is very unique and fun and awesome. But, man, I, I can't see them being the ones to go in because they're so independent. Um, I think it would be a movement that would push it, uh, push them out, which would be terrible. Um I wouldn't root for it if that was the case, but we'll see. I, I, I'm going to disagree with you on the San Diego Vegas thing simply because San Diego has a functional stadium and Vegas would have to build one and it would be next level. Cool. And that takes longer to do. So I just think because of structure, I would think San Diego would move quicker. I do. Yeah. But see, I can see with Vegas, them borrowing Raiders stadium. Until they're saying it's built, yeah, because what, what what's happening during the off season in that stadium? 
concerts. Get some, you know, get yeah, get, get some rent. Could yeah, I could see that. I could see that. I mean, we've seen how successful Atlanta's been, right? Playing in a football stadium. So could see that. Well, all I know is it's all good things if it happens. We all win, I think, in this case. I but also, too, let's not forget about yeah. Phoenix, because I know they were mentioned for a long time as well. Look, th- there's no secret that Garber has wanted to extend the lead to 30 uh, teams. He's been saying this for years now. And if memory serves me right, it has always been between Vegas, Phoenix, and San Diego. And just yesterday, he did a media day in the new MLS uh, Season Pass Studios, which looks very nice, by the way. But in that, he did mention it, um, that they are still in talks with Vegas and San Diego, and they are hoping to have the 30th team announced sometime by the end of this year. And even when he reaches 30, he's still open to the idea of even adding more teams. So could could Vegas be the next one? Could San Diego be the next one? Either way, I still see them both joining at one point or another. Um, I still wouldn't count out Phoenix unless there's been something going on that I haven't heard of. Um, But in regards to that, I I think San Diego could potentially be next. And I want to go back real quick to when Tony was talking about the MLS season pass. I do want to throw out there, if you are a T-Mobile customer, T-Mobile is giving the MLS season pass for free to all customers. So if you have T-Mobile, download the app and claim the pass. I believe it will be on the app till March 14th. Yeah, it definitely is. Uh, man, T-Mobile, T-Mobile subscribers are just getting hooked up left and That's right. That's how they I got, got it, so... <laughs> They got baseball too, I think. I mean, it's pretty amazing what they're doing. But uh yeah, I'm jealous, but hey, I got a season ticket, so I'm I'm fine. I'm fine. Um, yeah, right. Tony's like, yep. So hey, it, access is there. If you want to watch MLS, it isn't hard to watch it now. It really it isn't. And there's still gonna be on-air stuff. We're in a great situation. All right, Tony, I'll let you be Debbie Downer and talk about the playoff format. You may begin, sir. <laughs> So as most of you know, and most of you have debated on social media of how good, how bad this is. I personally do not like this. This is NBA, US, everything wrong with it. Because again, this is football. This is not what we do. You know what I mean? We're already doing a playoff system to crown a champion, which is usually the second cup, not the main cup. But now that's our main cup. So. Following decision day, October 21st, a pair of single elimination wildcard matches will now be played ahead of an enhanced round one, which includes a best of three series. The submarine stage of conference semifinals and conference will continue to only be single elimination format ending in the MLS Cup presented by Audi December 9th. The higher seed hosts throughout the first second. The first two seconds will be decided by penalty kicks. So, so there's a playoff for the last spot. So that means, and I say that that means, let's Carson gets in the playoffs exactly. Let's give Carson another chance to not miss playoffs because 
this is what we saw what lat the second year we are in a team oh we expanded it into eight teams with one getting a buy now now we have an eight and nine team to play a one game to decide if they get in and now we do a best of three for the first round which is unheard of i can understand a best of two home and home but then what do you do for the third game who hosts is the third home game is it the higher seed is it the lower seed or the one who has the most yeah. goals it's I, it doesn't make sense to me i think the way they've got it is so the mls and apple's dream come true we finish top in the west cast to make through the playoff oh we play them three times it goes bank carson bank that's how it's going to go which now with this new player format this is how i feel about it this empty bottle is a playoffs here's the bin right barely any comment needed it's absurd again we're talking about december 9th now for mls cup back to this nonsense again december 9th who wants to go to philadelphia pray tell they're the top seed who wants to go to philadelphia in december does anybody in this conversation really outside of whether our team is there or not would you want to go on vacation in december in philadelphia anybody let's, let's just not even talk anybody? about philadelphia just east coast in general in yeah. december yeah well, Cincinnati, because apparently they've rebuilt their squad. Yeah. Um, they got something going right now. Or even New York, mid-December. Uh, yeah, nobody's liking this. They're all going to hope well, that we're the top seed. That's what it's going to be. Well, not, not only just East Coast. Who wants to go to Canada in December? Oh, God. Dude, Montreal. Toronto. Yeah. Can we go Minnesota, to Miami? You might actually see a real Aurora while you're playing in your cup final. Can we go to Miami what? instead? It'd be a little bit warmer. <laughs> Well, I mean, they made extra seeds for them, so they'll probably be there. Yeah. They just have Miami as the default city. <laughs> yeah. This is yeah. the goes East this Coast default. Yeah. That's ah, ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Uh, this will be like one season and I think done, right? When when it's all backups playing in a cup final because everyone's burnt out. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not digging it at all. I know you guys aren't either. Uh, we could we could dwell on it, but forget it. We got a bigger we got bigger fish to fry, and of course that is the match on Saturday against you guessed it, Carson, by way of Pasadena, uh, six thirty p.m. kickoff time, Apple TV for free. Uh, be there, be square. Uh, watch it if you need to on Apple TV. Have fun with it. There's going to be a whip around show for the rest of the league. So if you get an access, which you're not going to get at the Rose Bowl, but hey, um, you can watch everything this weekend. But that's us. We got to play them. 630 is not a bad time unless it's, you know, sleet and snow. Uh, what? Yeah, that's, that could be happening or lightning bolts. Um, it's going to get funky. Now, the matchup, pretty straightforward. We can't even talk about the matchup without actually talking about the situation that Carson is in. You need a backstory before you actually talk about it because there's more than a match going on right now. A whole lot more. I, Bounds laugh at me because it's like, you're loving every second of this torture. I am. I really am. I'm loving every little bit of it. it it's beautiful. I'm all about the schadenfreude. I dig it. So let's go there. Uh, yeah, so they're in controversy right now. Apparently their supporters won't be there 
It's not like we would have noticed them anyway. Uh, what a shock there. But here you go. And guess what? Their club doesn't notice them, and that's the problem that we're dealing with right now, right? And that is the real issue, which we could have told them years ago that that's who you're rooting for. But now they're living the life. So here's the deal. Controversy, of course, started when, when uh, Galaxy President Chris Klein, as technical director, uh, got busted and suspended through the 2023 primary transfer window. Oh, yeah, for cheating on a deal for Pavone and uh, misstating how much it cost. And he was an actual DP, even though it looked like he was a loan deal. Uh, shady, shady, shady. Shame on everybody. Dennis Teclose, former Chivas USA uh, boss man. Uh, he also took the axe for this as well, even though he's nice and comfortable in the Netherlands. Uh, and he can't even come back to MLS without submitting an application. So that's right. Uh, also, million-dollar fine, million-dollar loss of general allocation money. Basically, they got slammed, but not slammed enough. Okay, so they got shamed for doing things that let's be realistic about things. It's never been quite that honest from that side. But I guess in this case, since we're a growing league and there's more than one owner owning four teams, some accountability came into place. So there you go. That is the case. Add another fact that we're successful. They're not. Uh, you can only live in the past for so long. I guess their fans have had enough. Did I say it right, Bam? Was that pretty much where we're at right now? Yeah, I think the all 20 of them have had enough of it. But, you know, to, to me, it's it's great over there. It, it looks like a nice little holiday over there. There's nothing to see over there. It's all good, guys. Just turn it down a little bit. There's no reason to protest. You know, just come into the stadium, sit down, be quiet. You know, as thanks to our brothers over at Shoulder to Shoulder tweet out before, one of the players came out and said, I think our team mentality and definitely my mentality is we don't care who's in the stands. <laughs> do, do, oh, man. do you know which do you know which player of theirs said that? Raheem? The snake himself. Are you surprised? I'm not surprised. He probably wants to go to Toronto now and probably scream about the galaxy when he's all said and done when he gets in Toronto. Um he is who he is, dude. He's he's not not always all there. We know this. Um, I think Vandy's comments kind of hurt them too, right? Oh, you'll get over it. I mean, that's pretty, that's not exactly how I said it, but very much felt like it'll smooth. Um, they don't get you it. Know, to, to, they to never me, did. Chris, Chris Klein's been doing a wonderful job over at Carson. You know, he, I don't understand his whole pressure of getting rid of him, Klein out. Klein has to stay in. He's what, what is good for that team. He needs to stay in, oh. keep his job. He's doing great for the team. Keep it up, Klein. You're doing a great job. I like this, like a Supreme Court justice, man. He's getting the job done. It should be a lifetime <laughs> appointment uh, with statue as well. Um, maybe we'll build one out of cheese for him at one point because um, it's so fitting and it would smell really good in their river. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they're they're in trouble. They don't get it. They never have, people. This, this is nothing new. It's just I think now that we are where we are, Reality is set in. As they were pointing out, his calling Chivas USA. They turned into Chivas USA and went, "Wait, what? We're in this mix?" Yeah. So that that that's what this is. Um, so there'll still be a lot of fans being there. I mean, there's going to be a lot of Galaxy fans there, but their supporters, I guess, are doing the watch party vibe. And yeah, like one more reason to be careful <laughs> outside the stadium. Um, and, and so here we are, Tony. You're pointing your finger. What do you got, man? This is where I'm again. 
could care less about what's going on over there. I'm happy that's they're going through whatever they're going through and they only care about money and everything like that. But I'll say it in my final say more on it as well. This is where supporters are supporters and this is where fans are fans. Yes, when we were angry at our head office and our team, we didn't say we're not going to show up. We're going to show up, but we're going to make you hear of a like and realize that we're not going to do what we usually do and show you what we're going to do. You're not supporting your team. You're so, and I understand the head office is not doing what you need to do, but as supporters, you still need to support your team and be there and show that you're still there with them. You know what I mean? Besides the snake, because we all know he doesn't have loyalties with anybody. All he cares about what's in his back pocket and moving forward. But for the players that do care about their supporters and put out effort for them, why don't you do it for them at the end of the day? You know what I mean? You already paid for this ticket. You've already paid for your season tickets. So you're not hurting them. Yes. Merchandise is hurting them. But again, if you look at merchandises throughout the leagues and it shows if you are successful, your merchandise sells a lot faster. If you're unsuccessful, Carson hasn't been successful in the past since we've been here. So their merchandise hasn't been as done as well, unless it's a big name like Zlatan Chicharito when he first came in. Yes. But after that, I don't see that many galaxy hats, jerseys around unless it's Chicharito or Zlatan. And that also brings up the Pavone situation because you're in such a hurry to get a big name out there that it's funky for you to finish out the roster and be competitive, right? You're going to skate it through because you, you, you've you now created this drug, right, where I have to have a star player for me to feel like my team's got this. There's no patience. It's got to be the instant gratification, and now you're here where you're not pulling those guys. Those guys, like Mr. Bale, went to us. <laughs> <laughs> he could have gone to them for more money. Let's be honest. He didn't. He came for Il- cheap for us. Ilya. Right? Ilya. He was going to go there. I'm hearing for more money. He chose the competitive side. Right? There's ways teams do business. Right? Where they take advantage of places they're in and then they lose track of it and now we're here this is why they're in trouble is they were so used to being the team that was the default they're going to come here anyway now they're not lafc for the moment and i will say that for the moment is the default but that can be lost too if anything for black and gold we need to look at what they're doing and make sure our club doesn't walk down that path right so be mindful of this we can laugh at them I do, but we still need to hold our own side accountable so it never heads down that street. If anything, take it as a cautionary tale going forward. Do I feel sorry for them? No. I, I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of history with me and those guys, but yeah, it's the beast they've created, uh, and they're going to have to fix it and find their own way out of it. We'll see what they do on our end. Again, we hold our own side accountable and we do the best we possibly can. And we follow through as supporters as we always do. And so that is that with the situation. Now back to the football, because that's what we truly love to talk about. Tony, for the Galaxy, how has their preseason gone? Because really the preseason and the football doesn't really match the banter, right? I mean, there's something going on over there. 
Yeah, like I said, they had four preseason games. They won two. They lost two. They won against St. Louis 4-1. They lost against Portland 4-1. They lost to the Red Bulls 1-0, and they lost to Toronto 2-1. Again, it's preseason. They still, as, as us, we didn't even win a game, and look where we ended up. Preseason doesn't say that it's again. We're trying. They're trying to figure out what their lineup is, um, from the buildup from everything they're saying that Chicharito finally has what he has to make him the best player around him, which is he needs a facilitator, and they had that in uh, what's his name? Uh, can you uh, from Barcelona B? <laughs> oh. Pug, yeah, Pug, Pug, yeah, Pug, and so he has a facility in Pug moving forward. But um, we'll get into their lineup moving forward. But again, preseason doesn't tell you too much. Again, it's just showing, and we couldn't even see most of them. I mean, so the one that we did get is. to see, though, right? We did see Toronto, right? Um, mm-hmm. If you have Apple TV Plus, you got to watch that which I was surprised we got to watch that. Um, and if you did watch it, I think it said more about Toronto than it said about the Galaxy. Kind of the Galaxy went through the motions doing what they do. Had one really nice one. Um, but really, it was more of a story of Toronto. Just they're in trouble right now. It's not looking really good over there. Um, and I think that was more of the story. Yes, a lot of faces have changed. They've lost about four decent players um, at the Galaxy and haven't done a whole lot to replace except today and a few days past now we're starting to see some motion right before kickoff um and probably that won't be a big effect on our game but they have made some okay moves but they're still in a a work in progress now looking at the lineup seeing who they have remember they've lost two center backs pretty much but this is what they got bond is back in goal no shock there good starter does his job right klinsman is the backup lopez is the third string same Okay, we go on the left. Edwards is the starter. Gasper is your backup on the left side, the right side. And this is where it gets interesting, right? Uh, Araujo left, went to Barcelona. That was, again, another soap opera, but they got through it. Deal happened. Um, In the moment, it's Leerdam, but apparently they're getting a Brazilian by the name of Caligari. I can't say he's going to be ready for us, so probably Leerdam is who we're going to face. Am I right in that, Bam? That seems like the obvious. All right. The center back situation. It's looking like it's going to be Mavinga and Caceres. But behind that, you'd have Neil Zavaleta. They brought him in too. Uh, Kulavali. Uh, Furkranus. Uh, I know, right? It's a little weaker than past. It is. There's a lot of names there, right? But I think we've got some weaknesses there. I think that's pretty obvious. Now, starting midfield is strong. Let's be real. This was a bear for everybody towards the end of the season last year. We handled in the playoffs, but others didn't, and they kind of found their way in it. Uh, you have Pooj, like we welcome, like like we said, he's going to be there. He's going to be trouble for us. You have Delgado, who really controls well when he plays against us. Not going to be easy. And then Brugman was the story for them. I think. They were lost in the woods, right? Until they brought Brugman in to work with Fuge. And that was huge for them. Very huge for them. Uh, and so that's going to be trouble. That's where we're going to have a real battle, that midfield. Um, they do have Alvarez, Aguirre, and Saldana as your backups in those positions. Yeah, I mean, to me, their midfield looks like it should be. 
Um, I, I wouldn't worry too much about that if I were them. Now, up top's another story. Chicharito, of course, is your natural striker. He's backed up by Ovalich, which is probably one of the most deadly uh, super subs in the league. And then Judd beyond them. On the right wing, you probably have Alvarez with Costa. It sounds funny saying Costa as a backup as a DP, but there you go. Uh, and Perez, left side would be Memo, followed by recent signing Boyd uh, and Mutatu. Okay. Left side, I'm not sure. You know, uh, we do know that Chicharito is now hurt. He'll not feature against us. Caligari, of course, won't feature. I'm not sure how ready Boyd's going to be, even though he's been in training with them. So he has had time with them. But that is what they're looking at. Uh, it almost looks like it's a 4-3-3 versus a 4-3-3 situation, except their midfield operates a little bit differently. Uh, it, it should be interesting for them. To me, I think they're fine. They're a few pieces away from being a playoff side, and they are not done yet. But once that deadline hits in what? April, right? Araceli, April? Yeah, about late April, the... I think like April 27th, if I remember right. So they have until then to do to work some more magic, right? I mean, that's pretty much what they can do. Um, and then after that, it's a very long summer and winter where they can't do much, you know, they're they're limited unless they make moves within league. So that is where they're at. Yes, the names are the same almost, right? There's nothing really new, new, you know. Uh, but that is what they've got. Um, we'll see what the Brazilian, uh, right back will do. I'm hearing good things from, from, from that camp on him, but it shouldn't be our problem, at least for this game future, maybe this time. No. So that that's, that's where they're at. Now, this is my concern for them. I'm not concerned, just very obvious situation. If you look at their leading scores and assist, uh, well, providers, you could say, um, the names I'm mentioning aren't there in some cases. Yes, Chicharito was a top scorer. Jovalich uh, was right behind him. But then was Samuel Sir. Four goals on the season. That was the third highest score. He ain't around no more. Uh, then you got Efren Alvarez and Ravelison, who they've shipped off as well. So you can see some goals are leaving the lineup. Okay. Assist, Julian Araujo was their top assist man. He ain't, he ain't there no more, right? Uh, and then Pooj who tied with six assists, then Grand Sir, not there anymore. Uh, Efren Alvarez, Victor Vasquez now in Toronto. As you see, Cabral, it's, it's, there's names that were producing last year. They're not in the lineup anymore. And so they're, they're trying to find solutions as to who's going to pick up that slack. So the lineup's not a bad lineup, but people have to step up. There has to be a change. Uh, I'll throw this to, to um, Araceli. Your thoughts in their lineup in the lead to this? Questions, concerns? Um, even for us, or should we really be worried about this lineup, or is it kind of more of the same for us in our approach? I think in a way it will be more of the same because as you mentioned, they are missing a lot of players, um, a lot of um, – I don't know if there's a lot of empty roles because I will be honest, I have not been following the Galaxy for the last couple of weeks. So I don't know of their new signings aside from what they've produced today, like Yuri Razel. But I do know 
uh, Chicharito just announced on Instagram a few hours ago, he already ruled, uh, ruled himself out for Saturday's match yeah. due to an injury. So that is something yeah. important to note. Um, but in terms of roster strength compared to us, I think it's the same in the sense that both sides have a lot of new players. So just to kind of see, like how I mentioned at the beginning, just to see how they all perform under pressure, I'm going to be curious about too. And just the overall question mark of the lineup of who will they field. And, and, and ultimately 11 versus 11. Okay. Looks pretty, pretty decent battle, right? But it's 12, 13, 14. That becomes the story. Right. That that's your separation. Uh, when you look at this game, what's the second half going to bring? Traditionally, we always bring in who Latif. Right. I mean, now you have Tillman. Um, now you have a, a, a bevy of center backs. You have outside backs that can come in as necessary. The wing situation, you've got you've got a Croatian that that is a unknown. Uh, but only positives we're hearing. So it's depth. Right. And I go to you, Bam. If you're looking at the depth of roster, is that the difference maker to you? It's closer to being a difference maker. Um, the biggest difference maker from any game is obviously the refs. For this. Every year. <laughs> Every year. Yeah. yeah. Now, they have released all the refs for the game. So the man in charge is Ishmael Elfath. Um, he's done one derby. We lost at home in August 2020 to Neil Carson. Um, while, while we've been the away team, though, out of the two games he's refed as a, us as away team, we've had a 100% win rate. Carson at home, he's done seven games with 57.1% win rate for them. So that's when we look into it, too. During the World Cup, he was a bit heavier with the cards than he is generally but hopefully he doesn't bring that with him when he takes this game. I mean, he is the top-rated referee in the league, right? Yeah. We saw him in the final. Yes, he red-carded a man with a broken leg, but, you know, there's that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, honestly, I'd if there were any other ref in the league, I'd be a little more worried. I'll throw it that way, right? Yeah, he hasn't been yeah I'll, I'll agree to, too. Yeah, he's been pretty level, I would say. Uh, like, like sides. when you look at including j just his MLS games, I'm not going to include the World Cup games, just MLS games. He's done 203 games, 53.2% home wins, 26.6% away wins, and 20.2% draws, averaging 26.33 fouls per game, 3.5 yellows per game, and 0.25 reds per game. Which means he wants a physical game. He's allowing for a physical game. <laughs> he yeah. is. And I'm hoping that what he learned in the World Cup doesn't come back with him. Because he was out of the games he did in the World Cup, 30 fouls a game, 4.3 yellows. So hopefully he keeps the cards in Qatar and he's fine for us. I mean, cards were flying in Qatar anyway, so I, I, I don't... Yeah, it's different here. I think I think that's a different approach. Uh, for sure. So thank you for the ref preview. Cause dude, you always can count on bam to be looking for the refs. Definitely. Um, looking for expectations for the galaxy bam. Um, seeing where the roster is at. I mean, it's playoffs or bust, right? 
Oh, it has to be plain and simple. Yeah. Um, with them getting the extra hand with the new playoff systems, it's if they don't make the playoffs, if they don't make the playoffs at by the end of the year, that's when you start protesting. You start protesting the players. You start protesting and all that. At the moment, you've got no reason to protest. You've made the playoffs the last couple of years. Yes, you've been knocked out by the better team, but you still made the playoffs. There's not much you can do about that. What you have to do is protest when the team isn't good. They're not a bad team. They're not. On field, they're not a bad team. I have to say this. I have to admit to this. They're not a bad team. There's some things missing to be a contender. But let's be real. They're competitive. More competitive than they've been in the past. Even when they could hide behind Zlatan, those teams were atrocious. They weren't protesting back then. Interesting, right? They didn't make the playoffs. They weren't protesting. Now they're protesting. They can say, Klein, I think it's more about us. But that's that. Um, looking at the head-to-head, Tony, history was an asterisk, correct? Then we have to we have to say this now because of scandal. The record is no longer the record. It is now a suspect record. So I mm-hmm. will throw it to you, sir. So the record against them is Carson has won seven games. We have won five, and we have drawn five. But as we say, an asterisk and history can show it as with the Klein out movement and everything that's going on and the suspensions and everything. Pavone played in six of those games and technically he's an illegal player. And so those games shouldn't count. But at the end of the day, in those, in those six games, it was two wins, one draw, three losses, four goals against and, or four goals and two against. He scored four goals. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. He scored four goals and two assists. Sorry. I thought it was, sorry. And Yeah. yeah. So that's moving forward again, leading up to this, we, one, the last time we faced each other, we knocked him out of the playoffs again. And it seems to be a trend. We won the Supporter Shield. We have to play them. We have to knock them out. Playoffs, playoffs, MLS next. Yeah. It's what we do against them. Exactly. Big games, we step up. Um, I also want to think, because I'm going to keep saying this, Pavone, like, you say you have a winning record. But again, the two-win difference, because it's because of him realistically they had um what on 2019 uh actually 2020 september 7th 2020 they had a 3-0 win against us uh, he had a goal and an assist uh our only loss to them at the bank during a shutdown right because we weren't there he played what 90 minutes in a 2-0 win then the draw 3-3 draw one goal one assist 2019 yeah at the bank um that's your difference in record with an illegal player now bam in most leagues if you field an illegal player what is what are the results for the games that that player affected what what do they do usually i think it's a three nil loss to the team that had that had their legal player it's a three nil loss automatically but you know what forfeit yeah look let's get rid of all that kind of stuff no matter what even if he, he didn't play those games the results could have been the same, could have been worse, could have been different. It's a rivalry game. It's a derby game. It's hatred. It's out for blood. We've got to look at it going, 
Don't worry about the past. It's all about the future. We've got to win the next game, plain and simple, against these guys. We've got to start winning in the regular season and keep winning in the playoffs against them. Do it, do it straight, right? Get the job done. Of course, you mentioned the collision course of winning teams on opening day. Uh, Tony, there's kind of an interesting stat regarding uh, opening matches for the Galaxy and LAFC, right? Um, yes, there's actually two. The first one is we're on a we've every time we've opened our game, we've won. You know, what I mean, it's been with the new teams last year. It wasn't, but we have been winning every season. And to add to more of that, Carson always seems to play the champion, the reigning MLS Cup winner. And guess who it is this year? Us. Now, last time they played the MLS Cup reigning championship was NYFC, and they ended up beating them in the start of the season. So, again, now it's on a, a whole nother level. They do have a good team. As much as I, we don't want to say this, they do. But, again, this brings out – this is a good test in general for us to see how the season will go for, moving forward. Yeah, I guess in the last five games, opening day, five, last five opening days for, for, for Galaxy, they have not lost. Collision course, two teams that are good at opening day. Uh, yeah, this is going to be really interesting. Personally, uh, knowing that, yeah, Jovalich is the guy that's going to start, he tends to hurt us a bit. So that's also something to be aware of that we do need to take this one very seriously. It is a rivalry match. I know the guys will. Uh, but as supporters, we do as well. Uh, you can't walk into that thing thinking it's going to be just a big celebration. You know, congrats on the star. No, you guys, and it's never been a problem for the 3252. This is basically just another extension of a playoff game. It's a rivalry. We have to give everything we've got, whether it's 30 degrees, sing until it breaks. Uh, that is where we're at. Got to be that way without a doubt. Um, and that, that's really going to be the story. Uh, that's going to be the matchup. Um, Araceli, are there, what are you looking for in this match to tell us that that we're going to be in a good place? What do you have to see? What do you think you need to see to know that we found it the right way and we're the one that's going to walk away with this thing? I think all eyes are going to be on Boanga. Is he able going to be? Is he going to be the next uh, Chicho for us for this season? Based on what I've seen during the preseason matches, he seems to be in great shape, great form. Obviously, you guys can speak a little bit more to that than I can, but I, I think that's going to definitely be one of the questions. You know, is he the new number nine in that sense? Even though his jersey number is ninety nine, still. <laughs> but otherwise. Um, just kind of the midfield, the impact that it could still have. Now that Latif is with New England, uh, who's going to help Ilya in the midfield? So again, there's a lot of questions surrounding this match, but I think the focus, at least for me at least, will be on Bawanga. Excellent. Excellent. So Bawanga is the story, his adjustment into it. Does he ride this hot streak from preseason into the regular season? Good story. All right. I will throw this over to you, Tony. What tells us that things are going to go well for us? What are we looking for in this lineup? What kind of performance do you need? What players are going to be the story to make it happen? On this one, I'm actually going to pass since I'm more insider baseball for this week since I was at a performance center. So (laughs) I'm going to respect my team and just kind of pass on that and just agree with what our Sally said. I do have, like I said, what I saw, would love to say, 
but out of respect for our club, our colors, and being a supporter, I'm going to have to pass. I'll throw it to you then, Bam. You have the floor, sir. For me, it's going to be how much determination than you guys have the the guys that have been here last year and all that know what it's like to go into battle against these guys know what it takes to win does the new guys that come in have that straight away or are they going to build into it that's where it's going to be the biggest deciding factors for me for this game which gives us this opening do you think a new guy is going to find his way into the starting lineup or are we going to stick with old guys to start this game I think it's going to sound strange, but I think we're going to have a new guy in the back. I think Kalini's going to stay on the bench. You think it's Long's debut for this I think match? it's going to be Long's debut. So Long and Mario are your starters? Yep. Okay. He's calling Long and Mario. Tony's not going to help us on this one. I understand, sir. I don't mess it up because he's probably seen. He knows. We'll leave it at that. He's, he, I, I respect it. Araceli, you're starting center backs. Uh, that is a good question because I, I can see it go either way. Given the gravity of this game, I do see Long making his debut, but it's possible we could see that debut in the second half. Hmm. Which brings it to me. I'm crazy. I like players that are used to playing in front of 80,000 play people and think, eh, I'll just win a trophy in this situation. Um, and there's only one guy out on our team that, that has done that. And that would be Chiellini. Um, he looked good. He looked healthy and Mario is calm when he plays with him, right? They, there's a thing there. I would say, go with what, with what works, go with what's comfortable. You could say um, that's safe. And those two together, it's safe. Long can come in as necessary, right? Uh, and, and get into the mix. And it's nothing against long, but familiarity, I think, is important. Outside backs, is there any debate, guys? We know who it's going to be, right? Palacios, Hollingshead, right? Everybody's not yeah. in agreement. Good. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. You want to say something? The, yeah, the only t thing I can think of is they might go with Palencia if. Hollings head or plasters wake up a bit niggly. That's the only thing I can think of. Oh, if needed. It, okay. Yeah, if needed. It's one of those way that they, they come off the training pitch and feel a little niggle, like they'll be fine, but they don't want to risk starting the game with them. So the weird warm up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think Palencia is going to be your super, like your Escobar sub situation. He's basically just subbing for Escobar. Sheesh. Right, like for like, um, but younger, but faster, but 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 yeah. Uh, midfield situation, I don't think we have much debate here. If Ilya is ready to go, Ilya is gonna go, Sifuentes is gonna go, and you know, Acosta is gonna go. It's tough because Tillman looked really good against San Diego, but it was San Diego, and it's it's the first day. Hard ask, but I will say, if Tillman can handle it, we know he can handle it, he's got history, so again. You know he's going to play minutes. We don't know when those minutes are going to be, uh, but I think that, yeah, you're going to see that. Crucis I think he's watching the game. Let's be real. Let's really, really, really called upon. 
So there's that. Now, up top, I think it's settled too. It's just where are they going to place them, right? Is a Poco in the middle? Is a Poco on the wing? Is Buwanga on the wing? I think we're kind of saying yes. Uh, is Vela on the wing or is he, is he playing in the middle? What's the surprise going to be? If I'm a betting man and I was not at that training, so you can't accuse me of this, uh, I didn't see it. I didn't get a report on it. I have this funny feeling that Vela is floating in the middle, that he's ready to go. He's in the middle. The other two are going to run, go wild, service, make it happen. And Vela heads him in, does whatever he has to do, and makes it happen. And they take turns, sometimes out, sometimes in, taking advantage of the Leardam situation on the left. I think that's the guy they go after the most. Uh, and of course, Raheem's Raheem again, their outside backs to me are weak, 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 weak in this line, in this matchup again, good side, half of issues, but against our lineup, we can definitely take advantage of that. And that's where it sits. Uh, Araceli, your thoughts on the top three, are they going to shift around or is it going to look pretty traditional? I think it's going to look pretty traditional to start off with. If there's any surprises, it's probably, uh, oh, goodness. How do you pronounce his last name? Buick? Stipes? Stipe? Duke? I, 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 I never get Duke. it right. Yeah. Okay. I'll have to hear it when he scores a goal. That, that's I clearly still need to learn how to pronounce some of our players' names. But um, yeah, it could be a surprising factor to see him start. I'll just yeah. It out there. Yeah. Bam. I'm gonna say Vela on the left. Ooh. Bonga in the middle, and a pokey out on the right. Hey. And you think they're gonna try to shift with that? Stay with that as long as they possibly can, or be quick with the changes? I think they'll be quick with the changes. I think it's gonna be. They're going to attack the, as you said, they're going to attack the, the one side a lot, but they'll keep rotating who's attacking. Someone needs a little bit of break, they go on the other side. That's what it's going to be. It's going to be keep rotating that that middle going. When one's getting the better hand, okay, slot, slot rotations, hit this a couple of times. All right, he needs a break, flip it around. So hunt for a mismatch and wear down one guy of choice. Yep. Okay. But that being said, that too, works for me. <laughs> if. If Ilya isn't fit for this, I'm going to say Vela moves into the mid. I don't. I think if 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 Ilya doesn't go, then then it's Tillman. He'll play controlling mid. He'll he'll hold it. You could do a Costa too. Uh, I'm, but, I'm but saying a, a Costa goes to the controlling. Sifu goes to the left. Vela goes down, and it'll be a Poku Bonga Buick up top. Uh, we'll see. I don't think so. Uh, I know. Tony, what you got, man? Comes the ref. <laughs> I know. All I can say is everyone was training except for Max. So do with that information as you will. So. Yes. And looking good. I know for you that did do good. So, uh, that wasn't there, but yeah. We'll see. It's good. It's good times to be be an LAFC fan. And yes, we have options, which is good too. All of a sudden, so uh, 
get there, make it happen. Let's hear from the faithful. They've been chomping at the bit. We got a few comments. So we're going to get it to you guys. Um, and then we're going to close this bad boy up and get rested and ready for Saturday. So uh, let's see what we've got. Some comments, comments, comments. Uh, moving on. Ooh. So field conditions from Jeremy. He mentioned that earlier. We'll just go back to it. We've heard nothing but good things. So we'll see what the field, how flooded it is with all this rain, but I've heard good things. So we'll, we'll see what happens there. Um, we'll if anything, our field at, is taking more of a beating. Yes, sir. We'll also get two is both teams got to play on it. So it might be bad for yeah. us. It'll be bad for them. You know, it's, it could be that Sunday mud pitch or it could be that pristine EPL Wembley yeah. pitch. So all, all I can say is both teams got to play on it. Both teams got to adapt. See who's better at adapting to the pitch. Yep. Yep. Uh, let's see. Jose Bernal, he's going to the game. I think we're going to be sharing a bus. Good stuff there. Uh, Diego Rivera going to the game. Love it. Uh, Michael in the mix. He says uh, he's making fun of the playoff best of three. I've had a 100% no. In this. I have yet to see someone. Like, That's a great idea. Nope. None of that. Uh, let's see. Ooh, Mark wants to know any word on how many tickets have been sold for Saturday. 10 days ago, it was 70,000. Okay. And tickets have been selling consistently. I'm here in 77. I think the last number I heard and growing. So it's going to get close. <laughs> it, the, right. The, you know, if it's 77, I think that's record, right? 75 is record. So that would be record. So I heard maybe the record's happening. That's what I heard. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Edge goes, he loves stone roses. There you go. Uh, and he's picked, uh, this is the one. All right. Uh, Dave is ready for the opener. Love it. Uh, Danielle says, I know the league Apple had a big hand in this game happening at Rose Bowl, but I bet Carson is happy. They can maintain their unbeaten streak at the home home stub hub part what do you want to call that place um since they always have going yeah but they're forfeits now at least in my eyes whatevs <laughs> mark lopez san diego comes in does that eat away at carson's oc fan base every home game for las vegas will be an away game everyone across the league will travel there for away days you mean like the raider situation sorry i love you guys that are raider fans but it's got to be hard sometimes. It's got to be hard sometimes. I get it though. I get it. But the, the yeah, the way trips, the road trips to Vegas, and the high speed trains being built. Mm. Can you imagine getting off the train and walking to the stadium? I'm just saying, it it's a thing. If they go where they are rumored to be going with the new stadium, you would actually get out of the station and it would be like connected. Which is why good. would we not do that? This is good. Because th th that way it might be cheaper for people to fly into LA than train across. Cheaper. Yeah. It's good. Fun. Edge is looking at Louisville. Potential. Potential. Uh Indianapolis, he mentioned as well. Uh <laughs> Jonah B says too many teams in the league. We need a second division and regulation football. If I was MLS, I know, I know we want relegation, but I find a billionaire that wants to lose money. Tell me, are there any billionaires in this world that want to lose money? Lots of it. And TV money. In the US? 
No. In no. the U.S.? In the U.S., no. Because, again, when you go into Europe and or the other leagues, they will invest because they know they can get money out of it. Now, if you tell them it's a closed league and they don't really lose money, they don't want that. This is why we have the NBA, NHL, NFL, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. See, this is where I'm going to come in with the other logic is you're going to get the way I look at it, 40 teams, that's what the, they'll, they'll do one year, 40 teams, West Conference, East Conference, 20 in each conference. Top 10 goes to MLS Premier, bottom 10 goes to MLS Championship. What you'll see then, you'll find owners will be caught out that spend money, but don't spend money and go, shit, we've been relegated. That is where it will change. I'm going to counter you with that with look at Europe and how they want to do a Super League with all the bigger teams that have money so they keep their money because they see what the MLS is doing and they want that. I think we're going to get a Western League and an Eastern League. 18 teams each. Let's go crazy here. We only face them when it comes to playoffs because travel sucks, right? And then it's more regionalized as a league, more away days on your side of the continent, uh, and we go from there. Could happen. Sounds crazy, but you never know. Relegation ain't happening in the United States. As much as we'd love it, not with this league. Not with this league. It's it. I would. I honestly do think y'all gonna hate me for saying this. If anything down the line, other leagues from around the world are gonna model us more than we're gonna model them because of financial stability. It sucks, but you just had a super league almost break off. Like, yeah, yeah, but you you look at um, who just bought into the EPL. Because instead of paying half a billion dollars for an MLS team, it costs them a hundred million for an EPL team. That is where you're going to kill people wanting to buy into the MLS because it's going to cost them too much to buy in. Not necessarily. Team that could get relegated. Exactly. For a team that could get relegated. That's yeah, but see, what, see what what yeah. what you'll find you'll find that a lot more of the people that came in early that aren't spending money will be like. Uh, this has cost me more than it should. I don't want in this sell out. You get more people with money that can buy in and spend more money, grow the, grow the league a lot more. You'll find that. But the problem is, we will see. We will prob- see. I wouldn't say the problem is with deals like Apple, where they're paying this much, everyone gets a cut of that. That's what happened with the Premier League. Remember, the Premier League wasn't the Premier League the way it is now. It was a league. It was popular. But once they got that TV money, you saw what happened. It exploded. It made more money. It jumped. It Syria. It jumped La Liga. Everything. And to this day, Premiership has been doing that continuously and keep growing. Mind you, there are still teams like Manchester United. They want the Glazers out. They want money in, and that is reputable. But also. Real Madrid, Juventus, all the big clubs want the Super League so they can keep the money in their circles and get richer. So that way they don't lose money on the bottom dollar. And if they put a bad product out, they still get money back. We could debate this but, for hours. We have a game on Saturday and we could be debating it through Sunday. I'd rather go to the game than debate pro and rel. Straight up. 
<laughs> we could talk about that forever, right? Uh, yeah, yeah I, th I think it's going to have to be a mid-season break. We'll Super call pod. defenders. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll call everyone in. We'll, we'll call with the pod it. family. We'll yeah. sit down. We'll do a massive pod of talking about the advantages, disadvantages of pro rail. Right. Uh, I think David Day has a better question for all of you. I'm in Pasadena now. Drove around the Rose Bowl. Where the hell is lot A? Supporter section for us. North side golf course parking between the golf course and the stadium. That's the lot, sir. So north side of the stadium in the golf courses because they make you park on a golf course. That's where we're going to be. Um, not the south side. Uh, Dave Gomez predicting Blanco will win the golden boot. You are not alone on that. I'm hearing that a lot. I mean, Slip mentioned it last episode, so there you go. Um, yeah, that, that's pretty much what I see from the conversations. I see pro rail conversations. We'll definitely do that at some point, guys, but not this one. We've got a game to play against our rivals. We mean to handle that. All right, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all that you've brought into this thing. It's been fun for this preview. It's been heavy. We've been on for a while with this because there's just too much to talk about. And, of course, it brings it to now. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys, for tuning in. We're going home. We're going to bed. We're getting a rest. I need my voice to be ready for this. I got to find my winter gear because all of a sudden we're going on a winter game. So bring it. All right. I'll throw this to Tony first. Final thoughts, my friend. Final thoughts. Two things. Be safe out there. Or three things. Be safe out there. Remember, dress warmly because it's going to be cold and it will rain. Um, second thing is shout out to um, Lucky's, Pride Republic, and Cuervos for their meet and greets. Um, for all the people I met there, thank you for letting me join and, you know, enjoy your festivities. Again, as you saw, it was very simple for me just to come out and, yes, I am already in the supporter culture but how easy it is just to show up and they would greeting greeted with welcome arms on that note this is where i'm going to get on like a little soapbox is i want people to be supporters and i mean that in the best way possible there is a difference between saying you're a fan and a supporter and if you're saying you're a supporter you're out there supporting your team full 90 plus going hard and that is pretty much the limit of it there are more ways to support and everything like that going to the tfos putting in community work doing stuff for your community around you and i've been hearing a lot lately the the name supporters being thrown out loosely and that kind of irks me a wrong way because people like joseph bam who's out there even he still supports the way the best way he can possibly do it but people who put in the work is being taken away as as a as a, anybody you know as anyone can be a supporter yes you, anyone can be a supporter but there's a difference between a supporter and a fan so i want to just put that out there and be a fan if you want to be a fan but if you're going to be a supporter it's a lot of hard work but it's rewarding at the end of the day late nights early setups random nights driving 54 miles one way to paint something. Um, that's the life of a supporter flying to Costa Rica <laughs> for an early round game. Um, life of a supporter. It's what we do. It's what we love. It's in our blood. We can't help it. Um, 
but we want all you guys to be part of it too if you can and hang you know that's the thing if you're if you're down for the work you're down for it not just the photo ops but the work we want you on board uh that 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 is for certain but the work is required it goes both ways um it's more than the photo ops that is for certain um cleaning moldy flags guess what my homework is before opening day um that's it you got to do it glamorous stuff not so glamorous stuff the work is required in this case this week your work is to sing get it done make some noise make it happen uh Araceli, final thoughts it's a new season but the message is still the same so i'm gonna steal tony's soapbox for this on for a quick second please please be safe out there look out for each other make sure you have a plan whether if it's to get to pasadena or exiting the stadium definitely plan ahead if you have any questions about anything feel free to reach out to any of us yes i know i'm here in kc but I can say from experience, I have been to the Rose Bowl in the past. I went to a Copa America game in 2016. Uh, I believe it was like Mexico versus Jamaica. A great experience, the game was. But it was an absolute nightmare getting out of that stadium. I remember being stuck for around three hours, just waiting for a bus to get back. Now, granted, it was my very first time, so I probably did something wrong. <laughs> But regardless, the my point is the same. Plan ahead, have a some type of action, ask for help, and just simply don't be stupid. I can tell you from a league perspective, this game is being promoted heavily. Yes, Saturday is MLS is back. All the other teams will be playing, except for my hometown, thanks to a winter storm. But the point is, all eyes will be on you, and they will be on the Rose Bowl. So think <laughs> and just really protect each other. Well said. Strength in numbers, people. Do not isolate yourself. Do not fade away. Stick with groups of fellow supporters and fans. Uh, it's just essential. You know, uh, that it's human nature, you know, have some accountability. That's for sure. Thank you, Ursula, for saying that wise words without a doubt, which more wise words, I'm sure, are coming from my boy, Bam. What do you got to say, man? You, you're used to these rivalry matches, dude. Throw it out there, man. Tell us am, how it is um, in the final moment. Yeah. I'll just start off with welcome a new member to our pod family. Um Happy Foot, Sad Foot. I've listened to their first two pods so far. Great work, guys. It's done by Travis and Darren. Keep it up, boys. You're doing a great job. Um, now, back into the nitty-gritty of it. You're going into enemy territory. Let's be honest. Going into enemy territory. We know what Carson fans are like in the past. I'm not saying that we've been angels, but we know what that was happening in the past. I want all of our listeners to do us a favor. Saturday night when you get home, tweet at us, home safe. I want to make sure that all our listeners, all our fans are home safe. I want you to tweet at us, home safe. That's the big thing. Um, also, after the game, I'll be tweeting out 
on the Hot Ability t- Twitter account. I want your votes for this year's Player of the Year. We're bringing it back after last year. We're bringing back Player of the Year. Voted by you guys. We want to hear who you think you have the better games and all that kind of stuff. And again, guys, reach out to your, to each other. Make sure everyone's okay. Mental health is a major issue, not only in Australia, not only in America, but globally. Reach out to each other. Talk to each other. And remember, there's always someone there to help. Well said, my friend. Well said. Again, looking out for each other. It's essential. That is what we call a community. Last time I checked. So good stuff. My final thoughts. Again, get there safe. Come home safe. Be aware. Be an adult about these things. Uh, Enjoy the game to the best of your abilities. But within your abilities. Okay? Handle yourselves. Um, And uh, know that when you're wearing the colors, you represent all of us. And just know that. Okay? We are not them. They are not us. Right? We know this already. But let's go go on our best. Show the world what we do. Um, Put on the show that we always put on and support the MLS defending champion Los Angeles Football Club. At the end of the day, the tour begins. Right? Time to defend the star that we've earned and the crest that we love. And on that note, final word from everybody. Araceli, final word. Stay golden. Tony. Stay golden, Los Angeles. Ooh, bam. Stay golden. And from me to all of you, stay golden, Los Angeles. Thank you for listening to the Heart of LAFC. Make sure to leave us a rating and review on iTunes or Stitcher. Shoulder to shoulder, the black and gold is taking over. <laughs>